guys, this is Nick. In the name of the FC Schalke Nofia team, I want to congratulate you on your 100th episode. Thanks for supporting us in the U.S., and hopefully there will be many more episodes of your podcast in the future. Glück auf! Blau und weiß ein Leben lang. Guten Tag, meine Leute. Willkommen zum Das Einzige Schalke Podcast auf Englisch. That's right, folks. The officially the world's only English Schalke Podcast worldwide. This is episode 109 of Schalke America, and I'm your host, Richard Carmen. Uh, typically, this is where I bring in Jack Mangan, but Jack is uh, a little busy this afternoon, so I had to bring on another guest, a cohort here. I'll bring him right on here, uh, Cedric Zelmat, uh, all the way from Germany. He is a Schalke YouTuber. Uh, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you very much. Um, I'm very happy to be here. Um, I'm a very great fan of your show. And um, yeah, um, we talked today about Baum and Stevens, I think. Yeah, it's a hot topic here. Um, but uh, yeah, well, thank you first for the compliment too. You know, we're big fans of you, of course, and everything that you're doing for the Shaka community. Uh, love the videos, the analysis, and the, all that stuff you do. Um, for those who those who may not be aware, and if you're not, shame on you. You need to follow Cedric. Uh, tell us a little bit more about what you get, what you do out there, uh, especially on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, I started, I think, um, with this uh, Schalke content about a year ago, and um, I started with um, analysis um, about the games, and after that, I try to make a daily content about Schalke. Um, sometimes I don't find the time for it, but um, I, I think almost daily I bring uh, content uh, to Schalke 04. That's so impressive too. I, I, I mean, we know for sure firsthand because you know we try to we do you know as often as we can, and it's hard enough as it is for us. And then to you for you doing it nearly every day, that's that's impressive. Mm -hmm. So you know that's why we look so high up to you. Um, but yeah, you know it's been an interesting uh, year, 2020, to be a Schalke fan, obviously. Sure. Um, but uh, the last you know 24 hours has been really crazy. It's been even crazier. I mean, mm -hmm. this whole month has been just ridiculous. But um, obviously, you know, to start the season. Uh, David Wagner came in, uh, did really bad the first two games, uh, and then he was axed. Manuel Baum comes in. Um, when he came in, when Manuel Baum first came in, what were you expecting that he could do potentially? What could he? How could he change the club? What was your uh, expectations of him? Um, I don't have so good expectations about uh, Baum um, because um, he's he had not so many experience in the Bundesliga or in the in the foot, yeah. football. I mean, he has trained Augsburg, which is an it's a good team, but not a very good team. And yeah, um, yeah I I don't know him very much. And but when he started, I think um, he played good football and I was a bit of uh, surprised when I see the, his art or his style of playing football. Yeah, I think the same thing for us because, you know, like you said, he only, you know, managed at Augsburg and then he, you know, he was managing with the, the youth team with the Demannschaft. And so we didn't know mm -hmm. too much about him. You know, we, we did, did some uh, research on what he did at Augsburg and we knew that there's a little bit of press. We knew that uh, 
from his conferences that he was the, the mentality of the team is what he's really focusing on. The psychology mm-hmm. is very fragile for the team. Um, and is always with the, the psychologist to try to, you know, make the team because losing when you start losing too much, it begins, mm-hmm. it's in your head. You can't get yeah. it out. And we have, we don't have really bad players, but the way they're playing, we look like a fight the Bundesliga club. Um, do you think in the, in the 10 games that Manuel Baum has been manager, have you seen any kind of improvement during that time? Or is it, you feel the same that it was under Wagner? No, I think it was a very big improvement, but only the, the um, results weren't there. Um, I think especially the Mainz game where you have um, a bad uh, referee for me. Um, He has destroyed the the match. Um, There was a lot of uh, difficult decisions he made. And um, I think he played a good or... Um, under Wagner, there was no offense in the game for me. Um, yeah, it was yeah. a very, very defensive uh, football, and um, he only plays long balls. And maybe he he plays uh, a long ball to Matondo, and that that was all his tactical uh, tactic. And um, under Baum, you have a different art of uh, playing with combinations, and um, you know. I think it was a big improvement, but the, the results weren't there for me. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, give a shout out to Jake. Jake, how you doing, Jake? See you in the chat there. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, it, I agree with you. I, I think uh, there has been improvement. The discipline has been better defensively. We still give up a lot of goals, but mm-hmm. I thought there was more structure to the team. We saw, you know, a definite, you know, three, five, two, or four, 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 one. 4-1 or you know different formations but we saw some um offensive tactics implored mm-hmm. we just couldn't finish it uh, we saw mark Ut playing a lot better uh, mm-hmm. he's emerged really this season i think outside of frederick renov he's been our best player i think um he's also been one of our biggest leaders uh, off the pitch you know he's always mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the press and, and speaking uh positively or trying to you know trying to show some motivation for the team um so i agree with you i think there has been improvement and we've been talking on the podcast. There has been improvement, but the results just not coming. And we said that these three games, you know, against uh, Armenia Belfield from today, um, uh, Augsburg and Freiburg, that they were important. We had to uh, get, at least get six points from these three games mm-hmm. and we got one point. Um, we, I think that that first game against Augsburg where we were winning, we had played a good game. I think 90 minutes we played good. Yeah. And then we stopped playing. Um, I think that killed us. For, I mean, I thought we, you know, to begin with that Tasmania Berlin record, you know, if we get that win, that in that game we'd be fine. But now after that game, I'm like, I think we're gonna get that record. I mean, that was a big punch in the stomach in that game. What did you make of that game against uh, Augsburg? Yeah, for me, we were the better team, and we have a win after 90 minutes. But um, it was uh, a very, a very um, it wasn't a normal game because yeah. Mark Ut was has his um, head um, yeah. Uh, concussion, yeah, injury, yeah. And um, after that, it wasn't a normal game. I think if he hasn't this uh, injury in the head, um, Augsburg never makes the uh, one one uh, zero. I agree. And, um, after that, we we play good football in the second half, but um, yeah, in the last minute uh, they make the two two and. They haven't 
it was very disappointing and um, for me it wasn't the the game um it, it wasn't the 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 the, the result the, that you wanted i guess yeah yeah it's a bit difficult because english is not my um first language but <laughs> i try my best your, your english is better than my german i'll tell you that okay <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not going to hate on you on that um yeah, no, it was a gut punch, I think, to the stomach for sure. And I think the one thing that has not improved under Baum from Wagner mm -hmm. is defensively, especially set pieces. I mean, the, the goal that the game winning or game tying goal in Augsburg, you know, leaving a guy like Richter all open by himself. Um, we see so many goals this year with, you know, set pieces where we can't stop anybody. The goal today from uh, from close by himself between Sane and Ochipka. Yeah. That seems to be the same constant since Wagner and and even before Wagner probably. But defensively, where we used to be strong, even a little bit under Tedesco, we're mm. no longer strong anymore. And we we you can't win if you can't stop goals. Yeah, and uh, for me, sometimes we we are good in the de defense, but um, they make always. Um, um, individual uh, mistakes the, the players and because of that um, you get the goals not because of the defense of the whole team only because of the individual um, mistakes of um, some players yeah and it seems to compound it seems like you know um, one mistake and we'll have like three players make the mistake at the same time almost and yeah. it just every team kills us when they when we make those mistakes uh, how many times have you seen you know Kabak or somebody pushing up more than they mm. should, knowing coming back to help out and just leaves, you know, teams just, you know, make passes, cut through our defense and they go on breakaways and score goals. It's, it's very frustrating. Um, and then, you know, obviously yesterday, it was yesterday, I guess, maybe 24 hours ago, um, the news came out that, you know, Baum would be released and Stevens was, would fill back in for the, at least for the next two games. Mm. Um, what was your what was your reaction to that um, when you heard that Baum is going to be sacked and and Stevens is coming back again for the it feels like the fortieth time but it's the fourth time for for me um, to bring back Stevens when you um, when when Baum is out it's the best move you can do yeah. but for me it's it's um, a bad move to to um, to fire um, Baum because. Um, you have give him the last two two games. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I think Baum maybe he he make a point against Bielefeld, um, and the decision um, you make it one day before the, before the game. And I don't I don't get it because you have the whole not the whole week because it was an English week with a match uh, on Wednesday yeah. I think. But you yeah. can make the decision on Wednesday and after that you have a, a bit two days more of yeah. preparation and I don't get it. I, I don't get it really. I don't either. It was like the same thing when uh, Baum was hired, right? They let go of Wagner with like on a Thursday and he, and Baum had two days for Leipzig. Like yeah. that's not fair to him. And yeah. same thing with Stevens. Like, uh, you know, if you knew that you were going to fire him, should have done it Wednesday and give Stevens mm -hmm. a little bit more time. Um, it's good to see Naldo still there because I think he they need yeah. leadership in the locker room, I think. Um, for me, it was big in the game against, um, uh, I want to say it was either Augsburg or the Freiburg game. Uh, you had both Fairman and Sambuli coming back into the lineup. Two guys uh, who have one of the most experienced guys on the team, the most leadership on the team outside of Mark Oot now, especially when he was injured. 
Um, I was glad to see them in there. It looked like it helped a little bit, especially in the Augsburg match. But um, still, it seems like the, this, the quality with the guys is not working. And I hope, at least my hope with Stevens coming in, is that he'll be able to motivate the guys. Maybe not in these, not obviously not today, but maybe for the the, the DFB Pokal match. Um, I was shocked, like you said, with with him coming in. Um, and do you think he's going to be the long-term caretaker, I mean, for the rest of this year, or you think it's just these two games and we're going to bring somebody else in? I just, it's uh, only for the two games. And, um, I don't think, um, I, I, I don't want it to give him more because I don't want that Hugh Stevens is a coach with, um, we go in the second division because it's for me it's a it's a club legend and um, he rescued us uh, two years ago and I don't want him to see to go with us in the uh, division two. Yeah, I mean he's such a legendary coach for us. He's coach of the century for us, and you know I think if you know that the last thing people remember is what that team went to fight the Bundesliga, right? And they, we don't mm -hmm. want to mess up his memory more than it already is. Um, and I agree with you. I think, you know, I like to see him do these two games and then see what happens, find another, find another person, but who comes in? Um, obviously a lot of rumors the last couple of days, you heard Funkel, his name wasn't mentioned. Um, a lot of people, a lot of fans are still nostalgic about Domenico Tedesco, but that Tedesco is probably not going to happen in the next two days. But wh what are your thoughts? Do you think Funkel's coming in? Do you think someone else might be coming in? I mean, there are not many people available right now, is there? I think, um, maybe Funkel. Or um, maybe Buskins without Stevens. It's a oh, I didn't option. That. If yeah. you don't get any coach, it's an option you have uh, still yeah. have. Um, for me, um, our our coach in the um, Unite 19 um, is maybe an option for the for the half of the season because our youth teams don't play because of Corona. And when you say um, you you don't have something to lose um you can give him a half of the season um he's the best uh, coach in the in the best youth coach in the in germany yeah. and i think when you give there a lot of young players chances uh, to play in the bundesliga and um to uh, to bring their um yeah a new a new um new new skills and new new players in um to yeah to, to bring a new um this new vision new, new set of eyes i guess to the team and new spirit yeah, yeah. new spirit right and yeah. um stevens did the same with um with uh, two years ago when he bring for example Bujulab into the team and yeah. um it was for me it was a good uh good move because we have new players um Without the sinking of the 19 or 20 um, games without a win, and um, it's a good move to make for me. I think over the last well, the 29 games now, the, the times that we've looked the best out of these games is when we had the, some of the youth players in there. I remember last year in the, in the Rook Runda, we were playing so bad, but the game against Leverkusen, we had a bunch of the young guys playing, and they looked really good in that game. They're, they're motivated. Had passion, and we need that at the moment. You know the, that coal miner mentality is missing from a lot of these guys at the moment. Um, 
And we've seen some guys emerge this year. Obviously, Katuchu is one we've all known. Chan Bazduan, Buyaleb, like you mentioned. Uh, Malik Tiao has been playing now also. We saw a little bit of Matthew Hope. Um, is your fear, do you think Stevens will continue to play these players at least in the next game? And even the new coach, I think, to your credit, I think uh, if we bring in the youth coach for Shaka, we can see that. We can see more youth players into the team. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's where the, the team really should focus in this next, you know, for the Rook Runda to try to finish this out, to have these youth players play more? Or do you think we should stick with the veterans that have been playing this season? Um, for me, we, we should um, focus to our youth players. I think we have to sell a lot of players in the, in the winter because a lot of players don't have a contract for the second division. And when you don't sell him now, you, you don't get uh, money from them. And we need a lot of money because we have 300, maybe um, 300 millions of um, yeah. money money we have to pay uh, and um yeah it's it's very difficult for us to to go with uh, such a, a great um millions of uh debt make, yeah yeah to go with it in the second division so we have to focus um on our youth players to bring their um yeah new new players in and um which which don't cost uh, so many euros and we have to look out for the players who wants to go with us in the second division yeah and um we i think we we try our best to stay in the bundesliga but um you have to you have to make a plan also for the second division because when we don't make now a plan um for the worst case scenario maybe we go to the uh, fourth division because we don't get the license for for the second division. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point, and I think so many people who are asking for us just to go to fight the Bundesliga is like, be careful what you wish for because yeah. we may get worse. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if you're in debt, you know, we're gonna lose a lot of Bundesliga money if that happens. Um, so I agree. You know, selling players. We've heard recent. I think this the other day we heard that Juventus will pick up the option on Weston McKinney. He's mm-hmm. doing very well there. Obviously, a lot of rumors about Ozan Kabak. Uh, possibly, I mean, Harit for sure, Nabil Benteleb um, are some of the names we may be seeing, you know, depart. Uh, but I think you're right. I think more more than ever, we have to rely on our youth team to try to uh, invigorate us. They don't have that same mentality of losing, you know, over the last year, like the guys who've been playing now. Um, so we need to find a way to do it. Um, so let's say, let's say we do bring in Funkel. Let's just say, because that's the guy who's been the most we've heard about lately. Yeah. Um, kind of like... In a similar similar way to Baum, um, he's the same age as the Hoop Stevens, but you know he played with Fortuna Düsseldorf. He was the manager there, and he had an okay record. I mean, he's been mostly bottom half of the table kind of manager. Um, do you know much about him enough to say that he would be a success or a failure at at, at Schalke Um Because I don't. I, I'll be honest. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I know is that he. On, on his um, time on Fortuna Düsseldorf, he played um, with uh, uh, Rahman and um, yeah. he played very well under Funkel. He made uh, 10 goals and yeah. we need a striker. And um, when he play under Funkel and he make him to the player he, he was in Fortuna, we ha- we get there a player who scored uh, 10 goals. And yeah. um, it's point. very um, important for the... 
for the for the Rückrunde and um, yeah, I think he is a he is a coach who play with a good defense and play counter attacks. Um, I think we have um, for his system we don't have the the wing backs. Um, we only have Raman and maybe Matondo. Um, this could be a problem. Um, of his system, maybe we need some new players in the in the um, winter. Yeah. And um, but I think he's a good coach, um, especially for the for the um, fighting to get uh, to the relegation place. And um, but he's also the the trainer in the Bundesliga who goes um, um, more, um, he has a record of going to the second division. Yeah, and that's what I'm afraid of. Uh, see, the few things I knew about him, I knew that. And that's why I'm like, I don't know if that's a good yeah. thing to have, you know. Um, but I, I I forgot about the Benito Raman was under him. And he, that's, how we, that's how we got him because uh, he played so well there. So that's good. And hopefully he could bring get more out of Mark Ut and some of these other mm -hmm. attackers because we need, we need to score more goals. If we want to stay in the Bundesliga, we need to score more goals. Um, I, mean, um, I mean, when he was the, the coach of Dusseldorf, um, he hasn't uh, such a good um, player material like we have now. For me, we that's true. That's true. is maybe uh, the best six or seven or eight teams um, just from the from the player we have, um, yeah. and maybe he can make something with it. That's a good point. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he has certainly more to work with uh, now with Schalke than he did with Fortuna. So uh, we got that going in our favor. Um, couple, I mean, anything else you want to talk about before? I had I was going to say something, but I'm going to let you. You have any questions or anything you want to talk about in particular, either with Baum or or Stevens or anything? Um, I think Tedesco is a really good coach for us, but um, not now or maybe now, but I don't think um, we can get it. Get him. Yeah, I think his contract is ends at the end of this year coming up, 2021, yeah. I think. But so. I think on 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 the summer we can we can make a second choice because I I think um, Tedesco isn't finished with Schalke 04 and um, yeah. with a new team and with new new stuff. Um, I think um, we can we can make a good um, good uh, time with uh, Tedesco again. So you would welcome him back then. You would you would appre you would you would open yeah. him come back with open arms. I think I would too. I think a lot of us have a love affair with Tedesco because he did understand the 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 passion, what it means to be a Schalke. And mm -hmm. uh, I think you're right. I think he has that love affair is not lost. Um, he still talks about him even when he's you know the Spartak interviews. Um, what we you know for those who haven't paid attention to Tedesco, he's doing pretty well with Spartak right now. Uh, last year he was manager of the year, voted by the by the by the fan or the, the coaches. Uh, this year, his team is up there in the table. They're almost tied for first, but they're the goal differential. Um, so he's playing very well. Um, he may not be enjoying times right now because there's been some issues lately with some players. Uh, some racial comments have been made against him from other teams. So maybe that'll maybe that'll be in the back of his head. And he says, you know what, I'm going to go back to Germany. And if Schalke, you know, offer him something, I can see him coming back. Um, he finally found a system at, at Spartak. I think he uses now the three-five-two all the time now. With us, he changed it up all the time. You know, Weston McKenney played everywhere except for goalie. Um, and now at Spartak, he uses one system, and he's kind of developed himself more those couple years that he's been there. So I think he would do a lot better this yeah. second time around. Um, well, it's going to be hard. Go ahead. 
For me, he was uh, successful before Schalke with Aue. Um, he um, rescued him. Uh, he rescued Aue um, in the second division. After that, he has a um, success, successful year with with uh, Schalke. Um, yeah. He gets second, second place. Second place. It's, it's, it's very good. Um, yeah, when you see um, the results now. Um, after that, um, he is now successful in Spartak. So he is a very good uh, coach. And um, now he has a lot of experience uh, with many teams, with um, other leagues. And yeah. um, I think um, he knows the, the club and he, um, he, he was the perfect manager for us. But I think um, Heidel, um, when he go out, Tedesco was alone in the place and um, he hasn't the best. Um, he has a good, he has good players, but not a team. Um, it's a yeah. problem that now Wagner and Baum also have or Stevens and um, Stevens um, uh, said it um, after Tedesco was out um, that the players, he knows the problem and um, it's not the, the fault of Tedesco. Yeah. And uh, we got some comments here. So uh, first comment is from the Diggler. He says, so the uh, the DT is used to coach subpar teams. <laughs> Tedesco. Tedesco is used to coaching subpar teams. He is. And he did. He brought Al he bring, uh, Eisenberg Al uh, out of relegation, I think, eight games ago. Mm -hmm. He saved them. Obviously got them to move back up. And then obviously us, we finished second place. Um, Lars says, Tedesco working with new young talents would be a dream for the summer. Yeah. Schalke desperately needs new faces in the team. I agree about that. Uh, and Pancakes with C's says he is not going to leave Spartak before summer next year. I agree. Um, we're not going to get him until the you know summer season at the earliest. And he hasn't yeah. he has not signed an extension with them, so that leaves an opening for us at least to hope for. Um, there will be some people who say I don't want Tedesco back, but those are the same people who say we want to see Hoop Stevens again. So it's like <laughs> if you yeah. want it, you don't want it. You know, I'm willing to give him another chance. Uh, certainly, I know you do too. Um, and there's several people who would want to see him back again just to see what he can do. I mean, we said how he finished second place and it was impressive. It's even more mm -hmm. impressive because he was the same players pretty much he has now that we're, you know, we're yeah. losing everybody, losing every game, and he finished in second place with them. So for the most part, you know, Nonaldo and some other players. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting, I think, to see uh, if he came back. But uh, we got a long way to go. Um, are you yet – in your head thinking we're going to get relegated. Uh, it, it feels like this is the normal Winterpause, but we're not halfway even done the season. We've only played 13 games. We still have 26 games or 25 games left. Still a long way to go. Anything can happen. Do you feel that we're going to be relegated at this point, or do you still have some kind of optimism that we can figure this out and pull it out? But what, it's, it's getting harder for us that are optimists yeah. to say, okay, I'm still up. It's hard every week, and these three games has you know put a, a dagger in our heart because we're like – Ah, what do you what do you feel? Um, it depends on the next uh, decision on the coach. Um, when you get a good coach um, who 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 is uh, good with the team, then um, everything is possible. And maybe with a um, with uh, five uh, uh, wins in a row, um, you get on the on the places on the good places, fifteen or fourteen. Yeah. But when you make a bad decision and then it's over, then it's completely over. And for me, it's a bit, um, I'm a bit scared because um, Schneider, he he was with all of his uh, stuff, he, he, he make 
bad decisions. Uh, for example, Reschke, uh, he isn't uh, there. Wagner yeah. uh, isn't there uh, anymore. And now Baum and um, all the... All, Ibisevic um, as a player, um, all the stuff he brings to Schalke um, after a few months or maybe a year, um, yeah. these are all bad decisions. And um, I'm a bit scared because uh, now Schneider um, makes an, another decision of a coach for us. And um, I'm scared that it's it would be again a decision. I, I think whoever they bring in, it's going to be difficult for them. We knew, we knew when Manuel Baum was hired that it was going to be difficult for him. He knew what he was getting into. Um, you don't have much, you don't have any money to deal with. You have the players that with the, with the poor mentality in their head, they can't get the losing out. It's difficult for whoever. And I think they need someone who ha who's been there, maybe like a Fried Friedhelm uh, Funkel, someone like that who's been there, they're used to that kind of mentality and find a way to get him out. Stevens can, can do it, but Do we really want him for you know a second half of the season to ruin his you know legacy a little bit? We don't want that. Mm -hmm. um, and that, I kind of agree with you earlier. You said about you know why don't you just keep bound for the two games and then make the decision. Yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, Pancakes with C says uh, talk about Funkel. We did talk about Funkel earlier, and we thought you know it, it could work, especially with his connection with Ramon. Uh, it could help him with the goal scoring and stuff like that. And he's a little bit better de disciplined defensively than than is Baum. Um, Dirk asks, uh, the question is, will Domenico Tedesco coach Schalke in spite of the Bundesliga? That is a question. Uh, maybe his passion will let him do that. Hopefully, we don't have to be in the spite of the Bundesliga and find out. Um, and Lars says, you know, if we were in spite of the Bundesliga, Tedesco could become a club legend if he gets us back to the, the Bundesliga. That's true, but hopefully we don't get there. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Lars also says, uh, Schneider should have left, together, left all together with Baum. It's just a disgrace that he's still with us and I don't trust him. Yeah, I mean, everyone has their their, their thoughts on on um, on Schneider and and the backroom staff. And a lot of stuff is going on, you know, this year, no doubt about it. But I think ultimately, what we need to do is find leadership on the pitch, find ways to get a win. I think with these three games that we just had, if we had won that game against Augsburg, I think we win mm -hmm. all three games. That's what I yeah. think. Yeah, um, you know, and I think if we get one win, I think that'll change things. We may not be the best team mm -hmm. in the league, but I think we'll start seeing going, us going back up the table. Like you said, we'll get five in a row or something like that. This team mm. can do that. It's just that first win is going to be the hurdle. And I, they're probably going to celebrate like they won the Champions League when they get that first win. I mean, I probably will too. I don't know about you. <laughs> Surely. Uh, let's see. Uh, still, Lu Lucien Favre, would you get take him? I don't know. I don't know if I'd take Favre. <laughs> uh, he says, I don't know if there, it's the coach. There's something very wrong within the team. I mean, there is. There, There's a lot of things going on in the backroom staff. We just saw uh, Uwe Vetter, or I forget his name. He just resigned, only being on the on the supervisory board this year. So there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Um, we can only talk about what we see, at least what I can see. I'm all over here in the United States. I can only see so much. You got a better view than I do, Cedric. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, you know, we're gonna get we're gonna look into the the first half of the season next episode. Uh, Cedric, if you want to come back, we want to have you back to talk uh, the first half of the season because uh, there's so much to talk about and we're going to need help. Um, so you're, we're going to do that in the episode next weekend. Um, but yeah, before we wrap this up, uh, anything you want to talk about before we uh, get off, get out of the show here? I'm good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think I am too. Um, so yeah, 
Let's wrap this one up. If you haven't uh, done so yet, uh, please sign up for the Shaka U.S. newsletter. Uh, simply just go to the website, uh, put your email address, and you will get updates every month. Uh, the link is in the description below on YouTube, and we'll tweet it out as well. Uh, but, yes, keep tuning in each week, and we'll have another podcast here in a couple of days uh, to keep you up with the latest with the Royal Blues. Uh, we want to thank Shaka, all our followers, and Cedric for providing us tidbits from our podcast today. Uh, Cedric, this is your opportunity uh Tell our listeners where they can follow you and uh, tell them about you know, whatever you want to plug, your YouTube, anything you want to plug, the floor is yours. Yeah, um, you can follow me on the, on my YouTube channel. Um, it's called Cedric Zelmat, and you will find me. And um, when you look on the videos, you can find my social media also. Um, I'm um, Now I'm, um, uh, I'm not anymore on Twitter because um, my account is get banned. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I'll bring maybe, you back. Maybe I get him back and um yeah. Uh, we, we hope to see you back soon anyway, but we'll keep pushing for you no matter what. We'll do whatever we can to get you back on. So, uh thank you again Cedric. Uh we we look forward to chatting with you next week to wrap up the uh the Hinrunde during a mini mini winter pause. What's it? 10 days, I think. It's very very short. Yeah. Um so yes, uh thank you sir. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to everyone who's uh, listening here. Uh, you can follow me at r underscore k h a r m a n. Obviously, follow the podcast, Shock America, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anything, YouTube. You you name it, we're there. Uh, so until the ne next podcast comes, my friends, stay ready, and we'll be with you soon. Shoes.